You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee, and I thank you so much for spending just a little bit of time with me. Today's show is not going to be long. Um, and even in this season of joy, which is what Christmas really is supposed to be, um, Christmas is certainly my favorite time of the year, as I am sure it is the favorite time of year for millions of people. But there are some people, especially this Christmas, um, that are grieving, that are not happy, whether it be because they've lost a loved one or whatever, whatever reason it may be, just remember that when, when we're happy, you know, skipping, you know, in and out of shopping, eating, uh, decorating the Christmas tree. Uh, I know I've done some decorations here in my condo. Not a lot because, you know, I, I don't have the room like I used to have, but I still put up decorations, watching Christmas movies and, you know, baking cookies and, and drinking hot chocolate. There are some people who are suffering. I want to talk about the three people who were killed uh, at, a, at a Dollar General store in Jacksonville, uh, Florida, last week. The victims, all black, appeared to be targeted in a racially motivated shooting by a 21-year-old white Clay County man identified by Jacksonville police as Ryan Christopher Palmeter, who left multiple manifestos declaring his hate for the black race and his intentions to kill black people. The U.S. Department of Justice announced Sunday that it is investigating the shooting as a hate crime. I want to talk about the the three victims uh, who lost their lives uh, by this senseless uh, violence. The first person was Angela Michelle Carr. 52 years old. Now, I am currently 52 years old. Angela Michelle Carr, the first person the gunman killed, was sitting inside her black Kia sedan in the store's parking lot. Carr worked as an Uber driver, which was confirmed by company spokesperson Sarah Casanovas. 
car had just completed her last trip a little over an hour before the shooting and had just logged off the app. Her son, Chavon Payne, told the New York Times Carr had dropped off a friend at the store moments before she was killed. Payne said Carr was someone who would invite anyone to cookouts and other family events. He said she would give the shirt off her back for people. This is really hard to process, to lose a mother for nothing. Carr's cousin, Kawana Staffney Ash, stated that Carr was originally from Key West, but left years ago. She never bothered anybody. She didn't deserve this just because of the color of her skin. Carr is survived by her son, Payne, two daughters, and 14 grandchildren. The second person uh, who lost their lives is Anolt Joseph A.J. Lagour Jr., and he was 19 years old. Anult Joseph A.J. Lagour Jr., a store employee, was shot as he tried to flee when the gunman entered the Dollar General. He was the youngest of five siblings, all raised by their grandmother after their mother died in 2009. Now that really hits home to me because, as you know, My mother passed away, and my brother and my sister were also raised by our grandmother as well. The family celebrated in 2022 when A.J., like his older siblings before him, graduated from high school. As he looked into going to college to study cybersecurity, he got a job at the Dollar General store several months ago, to help their grandmother pay the bills. When he was off the clock, AJ played Fortnite and other video games on the live streaming platform Twitch using the gamer tag Galaxy Soul. His goal was to build a large online following. He had dreams and aspirations of being a professional streamer, Lagore told the Associated Press. So after he would get off work, he'd just stay up until 3 or 4 in the morning just grinding, you know, trying to get that stance and have followers. In a statement, Dollar General said, The DG family mourns the loss of our colleague, Anolt Joseph Lagore Jr., who, along with two of our customers, were the victims of senseless violence yesterday. We extend our deepest sympathies to their families and friends as we all try to comprehend this tragedy. The final person. 
Gerald Deshaun Galleon, he was 29. Gerald Deshaun Galleon, a customer, was the last person fatally shot. He entered the store with his girlfriend as the shooting was taking place. During the Sunday evening prayer vigil, family and community members remembered Galleon as a devoted father who had planned to spend the weekend with his four-year-old daughter. Galleon's family recalled his sense of humor and work ethic and what he viewed his job as a restaurant manager as a way to provide for her. His sister, Latiffany Galleon, stated, My brother shouldn't have lost his life. A simple day of going to the store, and he's taken away from us forever. Sabrina Rozier, the child's maternal grandmother, said Galleon never missed a beat, and that he was supposed to see his daughter on Saturday. Bishop John Gunn said Galleon attended St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church in Jacksonville. He said, in two weeks, I have to preach a funeral of a man who should still be alive. He was not a gangster. He was not a thug. He was a father who gave his life to Jesus and was trying to get it together. I wept in church today like a baby because my heart is tired. We are exhausted, he added. Now, I understand uh, that the families of the victims have filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Dollar General. Now, I'm no lawyer, so, you know, I can't speak on the legality of uh, the lawsuit, we certainly know that anybody can sue anybody nowadays. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but, you know, they can, they can sue. Um, and I'm really trying to figure out what Dollar Tree could have done, you know, to prevent this shooting. I'm not quite sure, you know, what their basis uh, of their lawsuit is. Um, but it's certainly a tragedy. And, and the family and friends of these three victims that should be celebrating the holidays are grieving when most of us are celebrating. And, you know, I've said this so many times before. We are living in a day now where human kindness, not for everybody, but for a lot of people, you know, there, there just is no, there, there is no regard for human life for some people now. You know, it's just people just do what they want. This, this murderer um, left manifestos about hating black people. And how he was going to kill black people. 
if anyone thinks that we are a post-racist society, you're wrong. Now, have we made strides in, in, in race relations? Absolutely we have. But do we have a long way to go? We certainly do. I think about, you know, what's happening with all of these protests with, you know, because of the uh, Israel and Hamas uh, fighting and how uh, there are people that are marching against Israel. And then there are people who are marching against, you know, um, uh, Hamas and, and, and how some of these innocent people, you know, are caught in the middle of this. One of the professors, uh, I think of, um, I don't remember, is it Michigan? I think it, I, I don't remember. But she just resigned because they were called to, to testify before Congress and she wouldn't, she wouldn't denounce uh, anti-Semitism. Kept, she kept, they kept skirting around it. Like she wouldn't say, you know, that genocide was wrong. And it's just it's it's just so interesting um, the times that we live in. And I want to say this too: anyone who tells you they are a Christian and they hate someone because of their race, you're not a Christian. You are not a Christian. You cannot say that you love God and that you are a follower of Jesus and hate someone because of the color of their skin. I don't care who you are, black to white, white to black. I don't care. You cannot say that you are a follower of Christ and you hate people and discriminate against people because of the color of their skin. You know, Grandma Lula, you know, I always bring her up. Uh, she used to always say this. She said, you know what? Everybody talking about heaven ain't going. And that is so true. We look at the political climate. You know, everybody, everybody's a Christian. Ooh, Christian. Everybody's a Christian. But their lives don't reflect it. Now, this isn't about being perfect because there's only one person who walked this earth perfect and you ain't him. But it's about being able to see somebody. If you say that you are a Christian, somebody should see something different about you. No, it's not about being perfect. None of us are perfect. That's why we should never expect perfection in other people if I'm not perfect how do I demand perfection in somebody else if I need grace then I need to extend grace to other people if I want to be forgiven then I should forgive other people and I just, you know, we just live in a time now where, you know, I was talking to, you know, my good friend Jamie the other day, and we were talking about, you know, you know, the title Christian. You know, everybody adopts that title Christian. But their lives are so far from it. 
And anytime you can justify racism, sexism, and any other ism, that is not a Christian quality. Jesus said, by this, they shall know that you are my disciples by the way you love one another. The Bible also says, how can you love God who you have never seen and hate your brother who you see every day? Now, that word brother doesn't just necessarily mean, you know, your mother or father's son also, but brother means your neighbor. People that you see every day, you cannot say that you love God and hate people for whatever reason. And so I just want to take the time to say, remember those who are grieving during this time. I think sometimes, you know, when we, you know, during this time, we're so caught up in our families and and we're so caught up in, you know, what we're doing. Sometimes we kind of forget that not everyone is celebrating during this time. Well, that's my show. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Where?